Greetings, welcome to Let It Fly, episode number nine, and I have, uh, it's odd because I have gotten more um, calls in the comment line without giving the number than I ever have uh, in probably the last year. Um, for seven episodes, I had nine calls. Somebody, I, I wrote down the comment line number so that we can give it out. 304-907-0656. You can also go to SciFiDig.com to find the show and uh, all my contact info is there. Also, the show is carried in the comic book noise feed. That is the main way um, for people to subscribe. And if you're not subscribing to that feed, you're missing out on a lot of other great shows on the comic book noise and deliberate noise network. A lot of good things there for comic fans. You can reach me at sci-fi dig at gmail.com. It is a glorious looking day outside. If you're standing inside your warm home, it's a beautiful and sunny outside. Then you go outside and it's actually all of six degrees. Um, I planned on doing some, uh, well, I was hoping, I didn't really plan, I was kind of hoping on doing some metal casting today. Um, I've been putting a lot of work into trying to get the sand just right, and um, I think I have it so that it will that it's workable for right now. Um, unfortunately, my garage is not heated, so I uh, decided not to go out and play in the cold. Um, so... Hopefully we got some nice weather around the corner and I'll give that a shot. I'm kind of chomping at the bit to really give it a try. Um, and uh, I, I think that I did not have enough moisture in the sand, so I added some more water and let it sit for several days. And hopefully it's uh, it's more adhesive to one another now. Um, just having a lot of issues trying to get it the way I, I need it to be. Uh, you can buy green sand online. It's relatively cheap. Unfortunately, um, the shipping is about five times what uh, the sand <clears throat> actually cost. So uh, making your own is probably the best way to go, and I can't find anybody around here that carries it. Of course, you can use um, oil-bonded sand, um, which is uh, basically green sand, but it was, rather than using water, they use oil to bond it. It tends to hold up a little bit better, and uh, it generates a little bit of smoke when you pour the molten metal in it, but it... it uh, it seems to last a little bit longer, and um, I find it, uh, I don't know if it, if it sticks together better or not, but I, I just find it a little bit, uh, you don't have to worry about it drying out so much because, you know, oil doesn't really evaporate, so, um, but it's a little messier, and it tends to stain your clothes and things like that, but it uh, definitely holds up for, you know, doing projects. Um, I still have no idea what I'm going to do with all this. I just wanted to see if I can do it, and I have the foundry working, so I figure I've got to figure out how to cast something, because I'm not sure what I'm going to cast. Maybe I'll cast a great big giant Batman insignia and hang it on my wall, just because I can. Um, I actually have a, uh, a Batman shield that I made a while back, just because I wanted to. I had nothing to do that day, and I had an old satellite dish, and I thought, this would make an interesting shield. So I painted it, and then I sanded it, and then I put straps on the back and uh, painted a great big giant Batman logo on it, and then finished it, and that, I has, it does nothing but hang in my garage right now. But if I ever need a shield, I have one. Do you have one? Are you ready for that time in your life when you need one? It comes in very handy if you're having a Nerf gun war. I have to grow old, but I never have to grow up. Remember that. Same goes for all of you out there. You have to grow old, but you don't have to grow up. Anyway, um, so I decided yesterday that I was going to, I got an idea in my head that I was going to bake some bread. And uh, so I got the stuff for bread, which is relatively inexpensive. 
and readily available. And rather than buying name brand yeast, I decided to buy the store brand yeast, which was about one third the price. Because, you know, yeast is for bread is just, you know, yeast. Um, still had several months on it, proofed the yeast, did not get enough bubbles out of it, but I thought, oh, I'm going to go ahead and make it. So I mixed the dough and did all that, and then it never rose. So I ended up throwing that away. And I had to go to work, so I took a pack of yeast to work with me and tried to proof it there. And again, nothing happened. So that was my problem. So I bought some name brand yeast. I'm trying the uh, the bread experiment again today. Um, the yeast, obviously, 10 times better. I, put, I, I proofed it, and it was just foaming everywhere. Um, when I make beer, I use liquid yeast, and that uh, the reaction of that is, is much quicker than using a dry yeast. But uh, um, I got the same kind of foaming, so I knew it was good. So uh, the bread is trying to rise. Um, I don't know if it's warm and humid enough in here to try to do bread, especially uh, when you're uh, in 7 degrees outside. It's like the coldest day, and I thought this would be a good idea. I'm not sure why. But uh, So that's my, my mini project for today before I uh, move on and have to go to work. But... You know, one of the reasons for the the podcast that, that spurred me to try to record an episode today was, uh, you know, I was having a, a brief conversation on Twitter with uh, with Ed Moore. He was talking about people complaining about long runs of comics and not knowing when to jump in. And uh, I, I guess some of the complaints were people, uh, you know, they didn't want to spend the money or find out about the characters and things like that. And well, first of all, I'll point out that anything you want to know, you can find on the net for free. Okay, you can go to, there's a million Wikipedia pages for not only different characters, but for different runs of comics, and you can find all the information you want there. A, a, a lot of comic book databases are out there as well. So if you want to find out something, it's not that much, it's not that difficult. I mean, it's a couple clicks and you get all the information you want, but that takes all the fun out of it. And it occurred to me that one of the fun things when I was younger reading comics and you run a long run of comics and you go to the store and you pick up an issue and maybe you'd be able to get the second issue or the following issue. You, you didn't you never knew, you know, when you went to the newsstand um, was that it was the mystery of who this character was and why they were interacting with the main character, you know, in the way they were interacting, whether they were friends or enemies or, you know, there was, uh, you know, some aggression. You, you didn't know exactly what was happening or why. So uh, it was always fun to get issues, you know, when you would find them or find a friend who had them or whatever. And, get, and they might not even be the, the preceding issue. It might be five issues ago or, you know, 10 issues ago or whatever. And discovering, and as you, and as you slowly read these issues, even though you were missing issues in between, um, as you read these bits and pieces of the story, like puzzle pieces, everything would kind of come together in your mind. And that's what was fun. That was one of the fun things about reading, not only the story, but discovering all this stuff and the curiosity of who this character was. And it's like, hey, wait a minute. You know, when I when I read this issue, these two guys didn't like each other. or this These two women didn't like each other. And now they're friends or now they're talking or, you know, now they're they did like each other. Now they're enemies. What happened? You know, and you would start to try to piece it together. And of course, you had all those wonderful dialogue boxes telling you what issue certain things happened in or giving you little hints um, which I don't really do now. But that was part of the fun. I don't understand why anybody would complain about that. I don't really get why that's a problem. That that was a... I remember when I started reading DC Comics. I was a Marvel guy for a long time, and then I started reading DC Comics, and I was just so uh, amazed and uh, just uh, taken aback by all the different characters and, and how much history there was. There was just so much more history with the DC Comics than there was with the Marvel, and, and I was just... I, I would, it just, man, it just was like, I had like stars in my eyes and I was like, man, I can't wait to find about this person, about that person. And then you would, you would find a comic and maybe it was, uh, 
maybe it was a current comic or maybe it was an older one you found somewhere. You had a friend and be like, hey, I have a, I have a comic with that character. And I'd be like, oh, man, we got to go read that right now. We stop everything we're doing and we have to, you know. And, you know, of course, you know, you're older, you make lists. If, if I was a kid, I'd have a list. You know, I, I would carry a notebook if I would have known at the time that was so handy to have and wrote down all these things I wanted to find out, you know. And, of course, you get sidetracked months go by. You're like, hey, there's this comic. You know, I want to want to check this out. And you'd find all these characters. And, and it wasn't just a story you're reading. But it was like all the characters you knew nothing about. And I remember the first time I read a Legion book. And I'm like, who are all these people? And, and, and look at all these the cool costumes and all this stuff. And you couldn't, you just wanted to discover so much more. And the curiosity was like a, a driving force behind it. And... Um, it's just, it was the same way like with television, you know, back in the 70s and 80s when you only had a couple channels, but you had that one UHF channel that would show something you never saw before. And you're like, what is this? This is science fiction. I'm, I'm loving it. What is it? I want to find out more. And then you would try to figure out how you, know, you had a TV guide back then. So you try to figure out if this show was ever going to be on again. You know, now all this stuff is 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 it's, you know, now the marketing has changed rather than. Uh, you only have so many channels, so you have to watch what we put on, and, and whether it's crappy or not, you're going to love it because you like science fiction. It's the only science fiction show on. Um, you know, you you have millions and millions of DVDs and video on demand, and you have to figure out what to watch with the with the time you have. You know, um, as you get older, that changes, right? I mean, you go from having all the time in the world, not having the resources, to having the resources, not having the time. Which is why all of us end up collecting things, you know, and, and being hoarders ourselves. You know, I, I buy entirely too many DVDs, as I said, said before. <clears throat> Don't know when I'm going to watch them, but it's the mix of the two. It's the mix of not having access to any of this stuff when you're younger and then being older and having the means to acquire it or finding a good sale and buying them and then being able to never having the time to watch, you know, them because you have responsibilities and stuff. Responsibilities are not any fun, I, I got to say. Of course, getting older is not any fun either. I've, I found that, uh, you know, your eyes start to go to hell and your body starts to fall apart. And you know, my God, man, I have to wear glasses now because I can't can't see to read. And actually, I wear one contact, which uh, was not what they prescribed, but that's what works for me. And uh, I have bursitis in my shoulder and that freaking hurts all the time. And, and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm falling apart here. A be- be- best shape I've ever been in my life, but falling apart is taking a toll, you know. Um you know, but everything kind of twists around, you know, and you get to the point where you, you have, you know, everything kind of flip-flops. You have the means, but you don't have the time. And it's like, you know, I'm just always like, well, you know, one of these days I'll be able to sit here in a chair and just watch hours and hours of TV. Of course, I guess be careful what you wish for. But um, and we become completist, right? You can't just turn on a show and, and watch an episode of something. You have to watch the entire run. You want to know exactly what happened, beginning, middle, and end. And, and sometimes that works out. Sometimes that doesn't. But it's it's part of the fun of it. It's part of the fun of, of you know, having, uh, you know, the, the geek lifestyle. You know, I know people don't like that term, but I'm not sure how to, else to use it when you're when you're aiming it at the, at the type of things that uh, most listeners uh, of the show, you know, are into. And I find that... Uh, the other thing is too is you is I you know doing social media and I, and I you know I I been trying to be when I post anything I try to post something positive but um, like I said my Facebook feed since I did the last update it's just kind of all gobbledygook and you get mixed in things uh, I think to feed the, the 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 social you know site I like the best actually is Google Plus it seems to really have um, a lot of what I'm looking for and a lot of less of the negativity and you can have more of a conversation on there, which I really enjoy. And, uh, I find that actually I've been, I've been experimenting with Elo a little bit, just kind of searching around. I'm really enjoying that. I know that that kind of came and then everybody was over it, but, uh, 
man, I, I really like the layout of that site and the way it all works. And I might try to put something uh, for uh, Let It Fly up there to try to promote that and, and give people a place to talk. Um, because it just seems as though the conversations really, uh, it really flows a little bit better on there. But, uh, you know, people were complaining about, you know, they wanted Spider-Man and Marvel Universe. Well, now they have him, and now they're complaining because he's in there. And I'm like, I don't understand what you people want. We live in a time when we have more comics and more comic-related properties in different uh, medium out there um, than ever before. You know, uh, you have games, you have figures, you have video games, you have movies, you have television um, you know, uh, probably some audio dramas. I know there's a few of them out there. I don't know if they're producing anything new, but they're out there. You have books, you have comic books, you have all this stuff out there and more than ever before. And people are complaining and I just don't understand. It's just, you know, it's like, if you don't like what's coming out now, well, don't complain about it. Cause it's not really going to, uh, change. If you have a, a, a something that's particular, then, Hey, then write them and say, Hey, I don't particularly like this, but you know, uh, like, for example, Marvel is is really kind of trying to tie their comics more into the movie universe than vice versa. And so a lot of sometimes there's costume changes and things like that. It seems like a, a silly thing that to, to not uh, be happy about. But I don't particularly like seeing Captain America wearing a helmet everywhere he goes. I don't know. It kind of takes away from the hero quality of him. And so if I want to read a Captain America book, then I read the old stuff. It's still there. You know, I can still go back and reread it. And I haven't by no means have I read it all. So I have several volumes that I can go back to. You know, if I don't like the current X-Men lineup or the art of the current X-Men stories, I can go back to the older stuff and and read that and read that, that and read it and read it and read it because that stuff is really wordy. I'm a huge, huge fan of that era, of the, the Chris Claremont era of Uncanny. It was like the first... Well, it was the second uh, comic subscription I ever had. I got that in Alpha Flight for like two years. And, of course, my comics had come and they were a disaster. They were just torn all the crap. Nobody cared back then. But, man, I poured over those books, and I loved those books, and it was just such an exciting time. And excuse me while the dog goes and sits on my lap here. Um, so I really enjoyed that kind of stuff. And um, But I, I was just flipping through the Marvel Unlimited, Unlimited app and reading some of those, and I'm like... Um, you know, again, it, it, it's kind of funny because you always complain. You pay $3 for a comic book and you're done reading it in five minutes. And it's like, man, I read two of these books and it took me 40. And I'm like, I really shouldn't complain about it. But it's funny because some of the younger guys I talk to say, man, those books just have a lot of words in them, don't they? And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's not even so much the words. It's kind of like the redundancy of explaining however all the wor- all the thought balloons about how they feel about stuff and everything. But again, you know, not complain. That was a, that was a sign of the times and, and you, you were much better informed about the characters because of that, but it's kind of funny what, you know, I, I try not to be a complainer about it. I just kind of take it in stride and know that there's going to be a lot of words. So I need to set aside more time than I'm used to, to read this stuff, but I'm enjoying it. You know, I know there's a lot of, it's a lot of soap opera and, and, you know, a lot of let's talk about our feelings kind of thing, but the, the hero aspects of it are, are just as good. You know, I'm just, I'm enjoying it all. So, um, it's kind of nice to be able to have all the access to all this stuff again. Um, after all these years, I'm trying to trying to uh, read some new stuff and read some old stuff and try to find time in my life for um, doing the things that I love to do. I kind of got caught up with responsibility there for a while, and um, I had to, uh, you know, I know people get older and they're like, well, I need to get rid of all the childish things. I'm the exact opposite. I need to find more time to do some of the things that I enjoy. Uh, those of you that haven't followed the podcast for years, uh, 
I, I should have been dead in 2011 and I didn't die. And now sometimes I got to stop and say, hey, I want to go do this. I want to go do that. I wouldn't have the opportunity to go do this. I shouldn't even be here right now, but I was lucky. So, um, and, and that's kind of how you got to weigh it, you know, as you know, that uh, you got to make time for the things that you enjoy um, because otherwise it becomes drudgery, you know, going day to day and, and just, you know, um, you know, making a living, paying the bills, and moving on to the next day. You got to find um, little things that to bring you joy, like you know, baking bread, things like that. Um, but that's that's all. I you know, I, I I was just thinking about some of the complaining out there, and I didn't, I don't understand where it's. Uh, you know, I I don't want to be negative about people that have uh, negative feelings about something, but sometimes you get people that that's all they do. It's just a constant stream of complaining about this and complaining about that. And I don't under, and, and and not that I'm. It's not so much that I mind the complaining. It's one person after the other kind of wears on you. But it's that there's not a specific complaint. You know, it's just like well. I can't believe that, you know, this is going to happen or this is going to happen. Okay, but, but why? What's the problem? What is it that you're afraid is going to happen it's, that's going that without seeing this movie, without seeing this film, without reading this book, has you worried that you're going to dislike it or ruin something? You know, oh, they, you know, I'm tired of, oh, they raped my childhood. No, no, they didn't. Okay, get over that. It's, it's your childhood's still intact. It is what it is because you have more information now about something doesn't make... Uh, you know, that it's going to be horrible. For me, I cannot wait till next month when the Gem comic comes out. I was a huge fan of Gem and Holograms, and that's probably going to be the first book that I pay uh, full digital price for. I, I think, well, maybe not the first one, but out of like maybe a dozen, um, I am stoked to purchase that and read that. I love Gem and Holograms growing up. I, I didn't uh, didn't see all of it by any means, but I, it was the first cartoon that didn't, like in the beginning, didn't really insult your intelligence because you, you had to deal with the business aspect of the music business. And I thought that that was really interesting. And I even though the songs were all corny, it was just kind of cool to see that on television. Um, I can't explain what the draw was for me. Um, I do know that when my daughter was growing up, we uh, would rent those. And, and uh, well, I think it was there were some VHS copies because I don't believe that they were rentable yet. And then, you know, she it was on TV for a while, and she watched it and liked it, and uh, I cannot wait to see what they're going to do with that comic. But, you know, again, it's not going to be like, well, if we have adult themes in here, uh, suddenly they've somehow ruined my childhood. No, the other thing is still there. I can still go and look at that, okay? I don't have to, to live in this other world. You know, I don't need to... Um, you know, people that complain about these things, it's like the other stuff is still there. People that complain about the new 52, you know, oh, well, they've ruined it. No, you can go read the other comics, you know, uh, the new 52, like all these reboots that are happening on the comic industry. I'm excited about it. I'm excited to see what they're going to do. I was excited with the new 52. Unfortunately, out of those books, there was nothing that really grabbed me. There was a few here and there that I really liked. Um, um, Agents of Shade, I, I was kind of bummed out that that got canceled. I'm really enjoying Earth 2. And, uh, you know, a couple of other things, uh, I can't think of that off the top of my head, what I really liked, but there were a lot I didn't like. I don't like the Superman book, you know, but it's not because it's new. It's just because I don't like the character. They, you know, it's not, they're not telling me good stories that are, that are sucking me in. That's the problem. Um, and I'm not like, oh, I wish it was this. I was like, no, I just wish it was better. I just wish it was something that appealed to me. I can't knock. I mean, this is somebody's baby. They worked hard to put this together. They're trying to tell a story. The artist is trying to draw the art. It is what it is. But complaining about it is not going to change it. And you still can go back to the other stuff. And they can be like, oh, they, they wrecked the whole universe. No, they didn't. It's another universe. Go read the other stuff. Enjoy that. You know, it's it's what, that that's why comics are so great because you have these these different uh, universes, you have these different uh, volumes, you know. Um, 
For me, though, I will say with all the rebooting of and the way they do volume books, sometimes it can get confusing if it's something I don't normally read and I, I find an issue or somebody gives me an issue and I'm like, I really enjoyed that. I want to find the next one. I got to go down and read the minutiae inside the cover to figure what volume I'm on if I want to get issue two or three or whatever to figure out if I'm going to like it. But um, I, you know, I, I try to enjoy... We try to take part in all of it and just take it for what it is. But the, the one thing I can say is, like, as you get older, when you start reading or, or watching something, um, some kind of entertainment, you don't like it, um, it's much easier for me to step away um, than it used to be. And, you know, one of, the, one of the worst things was reading novels. It's like if I would read a novel and I just could not get into it, I would trudge through to the end. And every now and then, about 10% of the time, it would pick up and it would pay off, but mostly it wouldn't. So now if I'm reading a book and I'm like a third of the way in and it is not grabbing me and I'm not enjoying it, then I'm done with it. I, there's not enough time to enjoy all the things that I enjoy. You know, um, Knock on wood, there's Audible because I try to keep up with what my daughter's reading. And uh, she also is liking a lot of the science fiction and uh, you know alternate reality kind of things. And so I'm lucky that Audible's out there because... Uh, I'll be the first one to say that um, she was into the mortal instruments, so I listened to all the, all the audiobooks. I wanted to kill myself most of the time, but at the time I was uh, doing some, I was putting a new roof on and, and uh, painting and stuff, so I just kind of threw it on and listened to it. And uh, I mean, I, I understand the draw, I understand the, uh, I, I enjoyed the mythology. It was all the, the lovey dovey stuff that just got really old really fast. Um, all the teenage angst I can do without. There was just so much of it. But I'm glad that I that I listened to it, and I'm glad that her and I can have a conversation about it. And we were able to go see the movie, and, and, I, and I enjoyed all that. I enjoyed that interaction with her. So there's there's all these different ways to experience these properties and, and enjoy them, or not enjoy them as the case may be. But um, with, with all the entertainment I like, there's no way I would have time to read all the books that she likes, so I was able to, to do that. And... Um, Within like a th- two-week period, I was able to clear three of the books. Um, I was lucky it was summertime, and I usually have a, a couple hours at work that I can listen. I have um, the hour and a half I run every day that I can listen, which was really hard to try to kind of keep up a pace and be like, oh, my God. Um, and then there was all the work around the house that allowed me to listen. I, I mean, yeah, if people uh, don't understand, like every time they're talking, they have earbuds in my ears, but I don't believe in any wasted time if I can listen to a podcast or an audio book um, while I'm doing something, that's what I do. You know, I like to be informed and, and it's my, my media of choice. Um, at this point, it's the most easy media, um, to partake in, you know, especially with, you know, iPods and smartphones, um, um, so dominant these days. But anyway, that's, that's my podcast. I, I'm kind of, uh, going on. I do want to make one comment. I had, uh, a listener feedback from episode seven where they said that the audio was not good. Um, can anybody else confirm that? Because for me, um, I had a couple friends say there was no problem and I downloaded it from the website as well and listened to it. I didn't have any problems. So I'm wondering if maybe, um, this person got a corrupted copy of the file, or if uh, I'm not exactly sure what's going on. So, if there's any ever any audio problems or anything, um, please give me feedback on that. And I'm still trying to work out all the kinks of uh, ID three tags in the show by doing them on my phone. I can add a, I can add a photo, and I can uh, add some show notes and things like that. I'm not exactly sure if it's coming up okay for everybody or not, but uh, I'm trying to. Uh, 
I'm trying to make it as easy on Derek as possible when I send him the files. I'm trying not to give him a million things to copy and paste because I'm not trying to create more work for him. But um, his is the feed I definitely want to be in. I think it feels I'm in good company talking about the different things. And I feel as though that sometimes the uh, uh, maybe some of the media is is not represented enough. Um, one final note before I leave. I forgot to mention last week when I watched Man in the High Castle. Um there's a, uh, a scene that I really enjoyed, and I need to get a, a still image of that, where uh, there's, uh, they have the propaganda posters, um, you know, um, with Rosie the Riveter and things like that, but they are, um, it looked, uh, it was very fleeting moment, but it looked as though they were, you know, um, not so pro-American, you know, and I kind of wanted to see how they, they were changed, but I was trying to find some more information on that, and in the process, I found out that the uh, where they were filming that is the same place that they filmed Northern Exposure, which is another uh, really fun television series. But the building that the posters were on, the reason that there were so many posters on it was it's Roslyn's Cafe, and it still says Roslyn's on it. So they had to cover that up for the uh, for doing the pilot. And I just thought that that was kind of funny because I, I enjoyed uh, enjoyed that show so much. And it's kind of fun when you're watching a show and find something else from another. Um, fairly famous, well-known show, and they're they're trying to change it up a little bit. I did not recognize it at all, obviously, but I just thought it was a fun little fact. I wanted to kind of throw that in there. Okay, I am uh, done talking for the most part. Sci-fi dig at gmail.com is where you can reach me. Oh.